This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. at some point, and uh, we're not left in the dark. Uh, okay. Um, this is a piece I, I want to do from the Pachat Yitzhak, which we've done different pieces. Um, I guess an introduction, you know, Amalek is seen as the only incorrigible evil that exists. The fact is, every other Umas Olam have some tikkun, and they will come round. There is no there is no mitzvah, an avera, to kill anyone. Um, you know, there's the nations that live in Israel that needed to get out. It wasn't their place. But by and large, um, there, are, there, there is nothing. We, we, we stay the furthest away from bloodshed. Amalek is unique. And that means that Amalek is seen as being something that has no tikkun. And therefore, it's of special significance to try and find some of those traits that are at the root of evil. Um, very, very hard at the end of the day to say if something is totally evil, then God made it that way. But it's important for us to try to pick out the elements, whether it's the techniques, the, the tactics, different elements about it making, about what makes um, Amalek so bad. The um, point of it is not so much to psych ourselves up to kill Amalek. We don't know what Amalek is, and maybe and when the time comes, we'll know, and we won't need to psych ourselves up. But it's important because for our own uh, understanding of ourselves and what's good and what needs to be redirected, what needs to be eliminated from our personality, obviously learning from the bad is as important as learning from the good. So trying to pick up something on Amalek is going to be very significant, and this is going to be an unusual aspect that we're not used to thinking of it as being the bad, the so terrible, and yet um, Chazal give us direction that this is very bad. I want to start with the second paragraph, base. And like always, I mean, almost everybody has been here before, read a little, explain a little, read a little, um, try to, I just like to stick to some text so that, this, so that what I'm saying is grounded. Parashas Mechias Amolek smuchi le parashas vayishma Yisrael. Mechias Amolek, the parashas Mechias Amolek, is right at the end of Beshalach, and Yisrael is right after that. That's, the, that's um, clear. And Rashi brings the Chazal that Yisrael came off that. He heard about how Amolek was defeated. He, um, he so clearly heard about Kriyas Yamsuf, and here he was coming to take part of it. So the Medrash uses a Pasuk to explain the, 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 the conjunction of these two events. And it goes as follows. You hit the let's and the fool will become wise. It's, it's a Pasuk in Mishle. Let's take hit the let's, and the fool will become wise. The pasuk, there are two problems here. Just to just to give the the literal translation, it means if you hit one, you the other one does, um, the other one becomes wise. Um, what is the meaning? 
there's a there's an old there's, you know kind of Jewish story that a mother once first day of class told her the teacher listen my child is very very sensitive so if he does bad hit the kid next to him and he'll get the message so, so let's take and the pesi and and the pesi's yard also the description the pasuk as Chazal when they applied these psukim in Jerush said the point that a Pasuk fits this really well. So Pesi Yarim, um, Yisro is seen as the Pesi, as the fool. We, we need to understand why is Yisro, or what's the fool in Yisro. But the, what more interests us more is let's take um, that you hit the let's. Now one of the problems we have with this Pasuk is because um, modern Hebrew and even colloquial um, older Hebrew doesn't always give us the right sense of the word. A let's today is a good-natured jokester. In, in Ivrit, a litzan is a clown. Very positive, nothing negative about a clown. Litzan, let's, you know, it, it's, at worst, it's kind of, he, he overdoes it a little bit. It's very hard to see that let's is such a supreme evil and Chazal say, wow, that fits Amalek perfectly. Where's Amalek's sense of humor? Like, let's talk here. What's funny about Amalek? Very, very um, strange usage of the word. Um, and the reason why we are going, why we have the problem is because the word let's is not correctly translated. The word let's in Hebrew, um, and so in terms of Tanakh, it, it doesn't appear much in Tanakh except for Mishlei. It, it appears, I checked the computer, it appears twice in Shayo, with, in the same sense of the word. And not all Rishonim, some Rishonim learn it means Veloshim Melitz, whatever. In, 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 in Mishlei, it is quite often, a letz is, it is appears. The right word for letz would be cynicism, derision, things of that nature. That's really, the, the joking aspect of it is only really a part of it. It's like it's it's the flavor of it, but that's not the marshal. Chazal say there are four groups of people that are not zochut to see the shechina. So it says people who lie, people who tell lashon hara, um, the, the people who are hanafim, they they um, ingratiate themselves with evil people, and litzanim. So it doesn't mean somebody who likes telling a joke. I don't know. It's, it's many times it's a very pleasant thing and it's a positive thing to do. The, I'm even initial occasion that, and it's, you know, and, uh, it, maybe I shouldn't, but I'll compare him. It's not seen as, as it, it's not bad, but l- l- the word leitzan, leitz, in the, in the way Chazal use it, means a cynic, um, and uh, cynicism, and derision, stuff like that. Okay, now, Kloma. So, so he, he explains the Chazal. So let's talk as Amolik. Amolik is this let's. So the simple meaning of the way the Medrash says, HaKadosh Baruch who hit Amalek, and Yisro got some seichel and came running. So he explains, Rav explains, Kloma, Ein ma'poloso shal Amalek mo'eloso atzmo. What it means is, the, the sense of the Medrash, that the hitting of Amalek doesn't help for him. Normally, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu strikes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu always wants you to change. The word Musar in Yisurim means disciplining. 
In other words, the pain is there to steer you to a positive direction. By a molek, by the let's, no. The, 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 it's only there to steer others. The aim to Elos be mapaloso rakli stackelbor. The only use for striking a molek down is so that other people should learn a lesson. Vitam dovazehu. Why? Vipnesha molek could be get a let's. It's, it, you know, the Pasuk is saying because he's a let's, he, he gets hit, and the use of that getting hit is only for the other. That's a let's is someone that you cannot give tochacha to. Tochacha does not work. But Sarah Beer says, we need to explain this. What exactly is the, is the late sonus in Amalek? Okay. In the next piece, Gimel, which is a very, very significant piece, he's going to explain what Letzonis is and where it stems from. In What is a person trying to do with Letzonis? What is the opposite of Letzonis and so on? So let's see this piece. This piece is, in a certain sense, the core of, of, of what he's saying. Behilchas Letzonis Shanu. It says, the Gemara says, Kol Asira you're not allowed to mock anything except for Vodazara. Valibaru, he says. The Hetazeshalitsonus. Next page. Nemohu Bakholpasra. So he says it obviously doesn't mean Avodazara only. Any as a tool to wean you off things that are bad, it certainly is appropriate. The Bevada Mutas Lozikumashara. Um, it, it is a, a very, very, it, it's a useful device of someone who's giving Musa to try and make fun of things that are unimportant, insignificant, bad, and so on. So it's not restricted only to, to Yitzhar. So why did Chazal pick Avodazara as the paradigm of evil that should be knocked off with Litzaris? Why that? If a person has a problem with money and, and, and greed, and we can and Litzanis can push that away, it's a, it's a device used very often in any type of, 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 of drasha and tochacha. So why Avodazar specifically? So he says the key, and the key to understanding this lies in Arabiniyono. There's a Pasuk in Mishlei that says like this. So on this Pasuk, Rabbi Yonah is going to offer a novel explanation which will include in it the basis for, for, for what he's trying to explain. It says in the Pasuk, Mitzarev Likesef, a, a, um, there's a, 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 a smith or, or a, um, a, an oven that, pure, that purifies silver, Vikur Lezahav, those are both... Um, those are both um, the type of oven that gives out the product. In other words, when you have slag and you put it in the oven, what runs out is silver. So the oven is seen as extracting the silver from the ore. And the core, the same thing, it's a type of, of, of oven for gold. And a person is, is um, the good in a person is that which is praised. Um, the simple meaning is as follows. It's not going to be Rabbi Yonah's meaning, but the simple shot in the Pasuk is, when a person does a lot of things, 
the things that are good are what remain with people and when they talk about him. When people talk about him, they'll, they'll try to say, oh, he did this good, this good, that good. So the simple meaning of the Pasuk is that the general sense of what it is that you've accomplished or who you are is that which is um, it, which brings out sort of people the, 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 the sense of the, of the community of the tzibur is to let the narishkeit sit and to point out what's good that's the Pasuk however he has a whole different pshat Skip down one line, and in the print, in the in the um, in the, um, the quote quotation marks. Im hu mishabeach hamaisim atovim vachachomim vatzadikim teda ubachanto ki ish toivu v'sheirish atzerek nimtzaboy v'goyman v'mitoch n'sheish b'yer avonus n'storim avol me'ove atzerekhu v'mishabeach hamaisim egunim halavishoyim moroshagam. So Benyonah says an incredible point about evaluating a person's character. Imagine a person who does a lot, a lot of chesed. He's a very giving person. But the only thing he talks about is about wealth and, and, and the nice things he saw here, the nice things he saw there, and this person has this person has that, the other thing. Um, that's one person. Another person um, is, is wealthy and has nice things, but, but what he talks about is this person selfless, and I'm, you know, I, I wish I could be like him and be so giving, and so on and so forth. That what it is that you praise is the mark of who you are. In other words, a person has one of the deepest kohos hanefesh in a person is the ability to evaluate things and to mark them as important highly important, most important, versus trivial, unimportant, and so on. So if I'm to ask the market a person, and I see this person admires X, but, but so even though he does Y, so maybe he has a motive for doing Y, but it's really what it is that, that you admire so much and, and that you feel is so hush of that's really the mark of a person. So it, it, it's 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 so Rabbi Yona tells us a new guide to understanding what the person is by what it is that the person marks as important, and appreciates, and so on and so forth. Um, and that's what he says: if a person if a person praises good things and wise things, then you know he's a good person. And a person who um, might have a, a virus, he might have a virus, but he, but but really he, he's good. He hasn't, you know, hasn't been able to follow through. But a person who is full of admiration for things that are bad um, uh, or evil is a bad person. If we're going to test a person's character, we're going to say, the question is, so he adds a word here. He knows every person is in awe of something. Every person feels humbled by something. What am I humbled by? This act of humbling, 
it comes from recognizing what's important. In the, in the type of things that he appreciates and understands to be of value, it creates a certain awe. He's an awe this person knows so much. He's an awe this person is, 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 is so easy, so forgiving, so kind, and so on. So he says, So the main question, testing a person, is this question. And now he fleshes out a footnote. You have two people in front of us. One is sitting and learning Torah really diligently. And the second one is not a person who, who, who can learn all the time. The first person is so diligent in studying, but when somebody very wealthy comes, he feels, oh, he's, he's kind of feels humbled. But when Tamad Chacham comes, it doesn't really affect him. On the other hand, you find the second person when he meets a Talmud Chacham, he has a yachas of chashivas in his patlas. Rav was very sharp with it. He also had, um, he had ways in which he expressed it. And someone came to him who was struggling between learning sort of full-time coal and so on, or trying to look for a job. And... Um, Rav Hutner felt that the right thing for this person was to find a job for many reasons. And Rav Hutner was of that mind. He had different, different people. He felt he would sort of place them and so on. And he told him, better you should spend your life in a career wishing you had been sitting and learning than spending your life sitting and learning and wishing you had a career. Because the difference is, um, the person is what the person wishes he were what it is that the person is in awe and appreciation of. So he says, Rabbi Yonah is, is enlightening us that in this person's, even though the first person is studying a lot more diligent than the second person, but in terms of closeness to Torah or distance, it's, it's a different world. The person who wishes and is in awe of a Talmud Chacham and understands the Chashivas Talmud Chacham is in a sense much closer to being a Talmud Chacham in terms of, of who he is than the person who is, is in awe of people that have power or money, whatever it is. Umotzi Hadava, oh, and he says it actually. Whoa, I, I didn't know that he's... I forgot that he said it in this point. You sometimes see two people in midlife. Everyone's got their midlife crisis, I guess. The first one studied. And the other one had, had actually... Um, you know, he was in business or whatever, a career. And now in midlife, it's the opposite. The first one regrets that he never was able to build up a career or whatever, and the second one regrets he never could be able to learn. So he said in some ways the second one is much closer to it. 
So the first point he says is the koach of Hilo, he calls it. What it is that you praise, what it is that you hold in esteem, what it is that you value, is what's important. This, by the way, is the, 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 the inyan of Kavada Torah. But the whole concept of Kavada Torah is, is not to please the person that he gets kavod. If, if he is pleased by the kavod, then he doesn't deserve it, actually. So that's not the matar of it. Say if a Torah doesn't... But it's a question of um, what value do we place on it? it the, 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 the externalities of kavod is to give that sense of shivas and what it is. Okay, that is um, one part of it. Now he says, Dalit. It's a bit cut off on the side, but it's not. It, it's just, it's about, uh, almost everything's in. Till now we spoke with two people that have a sense of this chashivas in the world. There are things that are important, significant, good, and it's a question what it is. Avon, there's a piece in a person that actually is a step before this. So he says like this. Just like we, we explained that really what makes a person, um, what, what, what the sense of value, the sense of value of something is really what makes a person strive. It, it might be for things that are really worthwhile, it might be for things that are ephemeral or insignificant. But a person for every koha nefesh that we have that's positive, we have an opposite koha nefesh. And it's a koach nefesh that makes light of everything. Things are not significant. Things are not important. It's sort of a nihilist type of attitude in, in terms of chshivas. Nothing's important, nothing's significant. It, it's nonsense, it's shtusim, and so on and so forth. Nimtu benefesh mehalach shein shum The person doesn't want anything chashiv. The name of that personality trait, of that force in a person, cynicism is the knocking of the value of something. Um, let's even take, let's take even humor. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a, a, a sort of an affiliation of it. It is things show shows and things that are humorous like to knock things, the keystone cops are funny because they're cops. If they would be nebs of some sort, it wouldn't be so funny. But they're chashif. They're cops, and yet they're totally incompetent. Um, a, a, a cut, uh, you know, mocking somebody important um, is a lot more satisfying than someone unimportant. The koach of Litsanus in, in, is the desire to 
It's the ability and the desire to, to, to knock Shibas at all. And, and if you think about it, let's, let's take three people. One person has ambitions for good things, for right things. One person has ambitions for things that are not significant. And one person is apathetic. Which of these three, in a certain sense, are, are, are the worst off? It's the apathetic person because he doesn't think there's anything in life worth attaining. Now, many times it is, being that I feel I can't attain it, I therefore make fun of it. In other words, most of the time, many times, it's an outgrowth of a person's, you know, if, if you know, sour grapes. If, 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 it's, if I'm not good at it, then it's worthless, then it's useless, then it's stupid and it's silly. And the way to bring it out is by mocking it and making fun of it. So he says like this. Um, the mid of Litzonis as perceived in, in the person's nefesh, we find a huge facade of chshivas. Look at this person, so chashas that. I need to find the Achilles heel of you know where I can take the, the tail or the donkey's ears on it, and then and then I destroy the whole thing. Find that Achilles heel where I mock it. The koach of hilul, of, of, of appreciation, of finding worth, of valuing, it looks to find what is it that's worth, and Lutzanis is the ability to destroy value and, and to make light of value. So this koach has two junctions that are very significant. The first one is between Koach HaHil Koach shall I choose to find value? And that means it's a burden on me. If things are worth it, even if money is a value, I'm going to have to work hard to attain it. But if I don't want the burden, I'd rather just kind of live like a hobo and fish and, and, and uh, you know, kind of uh, not, not be motivated to do anything. What Rabbi Yonah talks about is a second stage. Now that I value things, what is it that I'm valuing, and so on. So now he's going to explain why Litzanis has a place. Everything that Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us has a certain place in the Bria. Where has the falsest value been placed on something of least value? What is the biggest sheker in terms of chshivas? That's going to be avodazar. There is nothing in terms psychologically that's meant to be more awe-inspiring than religion and worship. And Avodah has used that to, 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 create, um, it, to create an aura of chshivas for a thing that is worthless. But even it's a other ma'obedes ha'elil, koach ha'hilul nitzeach onas koach ha'zilzel. The person who's in Ovid Avodah Zorah, yes, he's, he's, um, he, he, he's looking for things, but the things that he's looking for are sheker. 
שכל עצר שעבוד הערב צל של חילול. אבל כורח החילול פועל כאן בשטח של הפך האמס. ונמצא, נקס פייץ', אבל אזורה היא פסקס כורח הילול ברע. So כורח ההילול, הרע, finds its expression in Avodah Zorah. Nobody, when you follow your taivas, you don't look, you don't feel a need to be mashavit. You don't feel a need to praise the value. You do it because you like it, you enjoy it. And that's, that's all there is to it. But Avodah Zorah is, is a sheker that's sold through the aura it creates and so on and so forth. V'zehu pesha dova shebeheta letzonis noktu chachom ledug mechezah Avodah Zorah dafti. So now we understand why when Chazal said, where is Litzanis important? Litzanis is important in Avodah and, and this is, and, it, and it's, it's a term, it's, it's important, I guess, let's digress a moment, or, or maybe not digress, but let's apply it a moment. In, in terms of Chinuch, in terms of teaching our children values, um, the Teaching them values, there are certain things that come with values, dressed up in values, that really don't deserve the values, that, that it may be good, it may be bad, and arguing about it is not always the best way. It's, it's, if a person is a demagogue, if, if a person preaches all sorts of absurdities, all sorts of, of crazy things, uh, let's say somebody Nazi-like or something like that, arguing might be counterproductive. Because in every argument, there is a sense of, this is a shita, this is a shita. Litsanis is a valuable tool for diffusing it, by, by, by showing it in its, in its nakedness, so to speak. By showing an, a, a, it in its... So a, 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 a nasty joke is a cop-out for an argument that deserves an answer, and it's the right approach for something that doesn't deserve to be argued about. Uh, someone's told me, uh, and, and, and again, I, it, it's not the thing itself, but the Avodah but it's bad. He was in Lakewood in the first group, and, uh, and uh, it, it was all Americans, and it was a big transition, at least besides the learning, but the mindset of an American in, you know, becoming a, a yeshiva person. It's a very different mindset. Certainly the European yeshiva person, Kletsk, it was a, it was a whole new... So he told me he remembered um, he remembered when uh, Babe Ruth died. So the Mashkiach of Nosson got up and he said a hesped. And he said, a voice I woe unto us. A man passed away who could take a stick and whack a ball. How is the world going to survive without that? We're really at a loss now. And you know, if, it's a type of thing where, I mean, baseball is fine and playing ball is good, and I'm sure Babe Ruth wasn't a bad person. But, you know, that versus making it to religion, you know, but, but the point of it is cynicism has its place when value has been placed on something that should not have value. That's where it comes in. Okay, hey, the Pisca Codemus, so he says, we explained before. Um, we spoke about Litsanis of Avodazar and so on. Litsanis um, 
There's a big difference, though, between... They're not both the same. It's the cynicism of something coming to destroy something that's good and something that is coming to push away something that is bad, even though they're the same tool, the same language, the same tricks, so to speak, and devices, but they're very different in where they're coming from. The technique, the tactic, is the same description. The guy who sits in the corner and sort of makes snide remarks about everything and everybody and anything, he really wants to destroy any sense of chashivas. He doesn't want it. And, and, and sometimes it's because the person, many times because the person himself doesn't want to be obligated to do things, and he knows that if he puts down certain things as being worthy, he'll be obligated. And he knows if so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so does this and so-and-so does this, he should have to do it. So he finds it convenient and comfortable to take pot shots. The person himself doesn't like the fact that other people are doing better. He's not good at it. Many, many reasons why he's copying out. But that's a destructive person. He's a let's be'etzim. His personality is to destroy anything of value. The person who's using letzanis favorizer, like he says, it's a tactic. What I'm trying to do is know there are things in life that are very valuable. Don't mistake that for this. That's not the same thing. You know, it's, it's, I start with a very positive outlook in life. Yes, there are things, life has very important parts to it. Don't waste it on shtusim. And I will show you that this is a shtus. But, but it's not that the person is an dis- internally destructive person. The person is, is, is it's like in halacha, on, in Hilcha Shabbos, there's something called Horus Almanas Livnos. If you raise a building on Shabbos, you're not chayed with the rice. If you raise a building in order to build a building on it, then you're chayed for the raising the building also. Because the raising of that building, it's true, there's a whole series of halachas like that. There's mochik amnas lichtov, and there's korea amnas litfar, and so on. Destructive activity in itself is patr on Shabbos. Destructive activity where it's clearing the ground for something constructive is something good. So he says, Okay. I'm going, to, I'm going to finish the rest of it outside a little bit. It's, it's sort of getting late, and I, I want to sort of bring it. I'm, I'm going to follow loosely what he says, but I'm going to put it over in, in, in other language. The, um, if we take a look at a pessy, is a fool of a very special type of fool. It's a fool who is non-discriminating. It says pessy yam in the a pessy is someone who believes everything. He has no critical faculties. He absorbs everything, does, has no filters to, to exclude things. Yisro 
worshipped every single god, it says. So it shows a certain lack of um, critical faculties. He couldn't a priori eliminate um, any type of avodazara. Um, so that's the pesi. Amalek, of all the nations that are mentioned Tanakh, almost every single nation that I could think of had its avodazara. Everyone comes in Avodazar, whether it's Baal, whether it's Dagon, whether it's Tle, whether it's the Yor. Um, Avodazar in those days was um, part and parcel of every culture. Avodazar did not, did not stop um, until uh, the end of Baishani, kind of, the, the, the end of Baishrishon, Greek uh, rationalists, and so on. Um, even they were sort of half a foot of Avodazar, but, but that was pretty much the end of that. But Avodazar was part of every nation. The only nation that we don't find any mention of Avodazar is Amalek. There's nothing there. Um, the, the, the only thing we find about them is that they knocked God. Every other nation was happy. It, it wasn't, they, were, they, were, they weren't anti-God. They weren't anti-Hashem. They were pro their own Avodazar. Everyone's got his uh, thing and so on. They used to, when I was in, 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 the, in the late 70s, uh, um, everybody has probably followed politics and so on. Begin was in power in Israel, and he was um, right-wing, obviously, and very, very positive feelings toward Torah, Judaism. It was, it was, it was a traditional Jew, we'd call him, very, very, very positive person, and always, was, he, I mean, the Sicha noise, he really, really was, was um, somebody who spoke very well of it and believed it. There was a left-wing woman, Shalom Aloni, who was very anti-religious and anti-right-wing, and she's a very sharp speaker, and, uh, very vocal, and so on. She was the left, and so on. Somebody once said that Shulamit Aloni hates the Jews because they belong to God, and Begin likes God because he belongs to the Jews. And there was something, there was something about you know, it's like all cute sayings, but but there was I'm more like every other nation. If they didn't care about Hashem, they cared about their own God. And, you know, they, they needed the, the, the job market for being God is tight, so they needed their God, not the Jews' God. Amalek was just against, just against, and he, he wasn't taking anything from the Jews. There was nothing. There was nothing there. They had no land, um, possessions. They were coming. Just they said there is this big myth about Jews. And, and uh, you know, that, that they're invincible, that they're God's people, that it's unnatural. We don't care if we get destroyed as long as we destroy that myth. So Amalek was destruction in itself. Amalek was um, pure destruction, and that's all. It was just an anti-movement. So, so Amalek was the let's take, the let's who needed to be crushed, and the only thing that comes out from it, the only thing positive is that a Yisro who's looking for the truth, but he's not sure of where it is, gets the message. But 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 Falmolik um, itself is encouraging. He explains and he makes a point in in, in, in what he's saying. That's very. It's, 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 it really goes to the heart of it. Why is it that Tochacha doesn't work on on the on on the lets? And he says, the let's himself is the purpose of let's. Every tochacha is where I try to explain to you how important it is. 
um, you know, if I turn to so-and-so and I say, um, you know, you walk by Mr. Mr. Yaakov every day, you don't say hello, you ignore him, um, do you know what he feels like, and so on and so forth. So this conversation is meaningful only when, 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 it, it, when we can assume that you believe in Tzalmol Kim and the Cheshiva is a person feeling good, and so on and so forth. The point was you didn't, you didn't realize you ignore Yankel. You didn't know how bad he feels when you ignore him. I, the tochacha is to show you and enlighten you on that piece. But if you don't care, if you don't share those values with me, th- then, then what's the talking? What's, if if, if Musa is only to say, do you want to be a good person? Do you want to have Do you want to be a Torah person? I need to have something of value and, and show you by association that this is part of it. But a person who is, who is um, totally um, eaten up with, with it, it's, it's, it's not going anyplace. It's true in a lighter form. People that are always joking, you know, they're always joking in the sense they're making light of everything. It's, it's sometimes, many times, it comes part of that piece. And, and it helps remove um, and, and it distance anyone getting close to you. It's a way to keep people away from you so that nobody bothers you about the things they should be bothered about. I, I want to sort of take two points out of this that I think are, are, are relevant points and, and that are two directions that I think are very important. First of all, and in both ends of it, I think, the, the, um, when we speak about the good side of it, in other words, understanding that if we knock something and if we, if we say something, if we make fun of something, in a certain sense, we have made it useless to, to ever get anything out of it. And, and it's an important thing, um, you know, it, 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 whether it's a person, authority, whether it's an idea, whether anything chashev, there, there, there are criticisms and valid criticisms. A criticism, a sharp criticism face-to-face to a person is by far better than an off-handed joke about him on the side. Because a criticism, a person might be upset, might be angry, might be more becovered, not becovered, but at the end of the day, it's, it's to the point. When, when you find a way to make fun of someone, then in a certain way you've, you've reduced his ability to be effective in any way whatsoever. I, in the mirror on Purim, the mirror on Purim was kind of a very dull place. Um, the mirror was all about learning, and you know, and anyone who was serious learned found time to learn on Purim also. Okay, you know, there was uh, at night. I think there was a band and some drinking, but it, it was very not. There was nothing. No Purim spills. Nothing. It was. It was not. Uh, there was nothing. The mirror uh, agenda. One year, Bachem got together and they made a Purim spill, and it was actually quite good. It was actually very very good. And one person who was especially talented imitated all the Rosh Hashivas. And it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal in terms of content, in terms of presentation. And the minute was we went to each Rosh Hashiva for, you know, to, 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 for like a sort of Masibis Purim. And, and at Reb Chaim Shavitz's house, this person imitated Reb Chaim's Musashmus. And did a very, very good job of it. Reb Chaim was very moved by it. And he spoke and he said, you know, in the street, when people get drunk, they kill, they fight, they, they yell, they scream. Um, they become obnoxious. A yeshiva bacher gets high, and he imitates a shir, a shmuz, a snap. Uh, and that was, so Reb Chaim was very moved. 
the next week the Musa Shmusa is not like that. And he said, he said, you know, I realized he said, how many weeks was he sober and he was standing and imitating me? And 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 Reb Chaim said, it takes one cute motion, and then you can't relate to that anymore. And and that's and that's why it's very, very um, it's important to understand how destructive it is. Children, children do not take well at all to cynicism because cynicism hurts them down deep on their self-esteem. Basically, you stop valuing as a person. And it's very, you know, adults are kind of immune to it and we sort of make kind of um, offhand remarks. And, and an adult even understands that as an adult and it's not a problem. And it's, and it's, in, and it's in place. It's not, you know, the, the, the type of banter that two friends would, would have. With a child, a, a child, when you, when you criticize a point, even when you give a patch for a certain point, not, not advocate, but, but I'm trying to explain. So, so, okay, you did this wrong, this deserves a patch of death. But when you make fun of a child, it, you destroy him in a certain sense. And it's something very, very important to understand the core of cynicism. Um, cynicism is the most destructive thing we have. Because a patch can break a jaw, but it can't break an effigy of a person. Uh, um, making fun of someone destroys a person. And, uh, and, and it's, one, it's, it's terrible when it's one person. But when we talk about an institution, when you're talking about uh, um, anything of, 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 of more public significance, it becomes a real problem. There, and, and certainly a person who finds himself that everything is, is he chapters everything, then, then it's, um, you know, it, 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 then he has a problem. He has a real problem in a very deep way because he's not going to strive for anything. The second side is there are things that it's important not to give it its chashivas. There's a letz on one side who is really incorrigible, and that's a molek. And he has, he, he's a cynic because he has, there's nothing that he has regard for or respect for, and therefore it's, he'll never go anyplace. But the flip side of it is a person who's, who's a fool and absorbs everything. Um, it's important to understand A, the giving of kavod to something that is not deserving of kavod needs to, it needs to, one needs to ask himself. Um, what is the message that I'm presenting over here? What is it? What is it that um, if, if if I speak in hushed and admiring tones of somebody who has money, what's the message? Well, where am I going with that? That's that's something that's that's um, Akash gave Litzanis for that. I have a, a, a sort of a feeling. There's a there's a, uh, a, a it's true about a person's own ego and covered. There was. Uh, there's a famous commentary in Shas. For those of you who learned um, regularly, in, um, you probably heard of the Rashash. Um, Rav Shrashun, he was a um, he was a very 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 big top chacham, the uh, 19th century, and very well-to-do person. Also, um, in Vilna, he had a son, Rav Matisrael Shrashun, who was a little bit less known. Matisrael Shrashun was. Besides being very Talmud was a very big scholar, um, and he had a um, and he, he was very wealthy. Also, you know, he had his father's wealth, and he was made Rosh Hashanah of Vilna. It's a true story. It's printed in the beginning, and he has they've collected stuff of his. He was a brilliant scholar. He was uh, wrote many little, little uh, all sorts of scholarly things and so on. Um, 
he was head of the Vilna, he was the Vilna Parnas, he was the, the Rosh Akila Vilna. And in Vilna, they had a minhag that on Simpastora night, they would bring the Rosh Akol to the shul with a great parade. They would put him on a special, um, like a big fur that, uh, that was very valuable, and a big fur hat, and, and they would walk with torches, with a big chuppah. It had a lot of um, aftertaste of Hanufa to it, and he really despised it, and he asked them to please not do it. And they said, no, it's a tradition, it's a tradition, and uh, people become very big Hanufa traditions, and what do you mean, and with this villain, is that, and, and he couldn't get them to stop it. Fine, so the first, the second year came, they took it from his house, big parade, everybody's hooraying, you know, the, the, the real, they get to the, to the walk into the shul, it was dark in the street, and he takes off the coat, and they saw it was the town drunk. He had taken the town drunk and substitute for himself, and the Yechia Melech that had been saying all along was, was her guy rolling the gut. The, 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 the town rocked with laughter, and the minute came to an end. That was the, 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 but that was the only way you could do it. A person about himself, self-deprecating humor, has tremendous value in, in, in not, you know, most of the time when we take ourselves seriously, it's for less than the right reasons. It's a lot of times because it's, it's, you know, the, the, it's not because HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects from me and wants from me and I'm telling him a kid. It's because everyone has a sense of self and sense of ego. Arguments are, are a slow battle. Um, humor is a good battle. And many things that seem to be many things that are oppressive and difficult when you lighten it with humor, it's because you take away the chshivas of it. In, in, in Purim, I think, a lot of times, the, light, the, the, the lightedness of self, the, 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 the way people are light, has in itself, I think, a flip value of, of a certain tzunus avodazar. At the end of the day, our biggest avodazar is ourselves. In fact, people, when a person drinks and he's kind of less mechobedik, less constrained by himself, there's a value in lighting that also. So it's a very, very important day in, in the, the day when we struggle with Amalek has in itself a precious drachim on two very important kochos and nefesh in a person. The first thing is the need of understanding that when you destroy um, when you destroy chshivas um, and kavod then you've destroyed the person whether it's himself personally whether the person who's kind of elates and he, and he knocks everything and everybody and anything. Um, you know, you, you, you want to ask sometimes, there are people that are very good at knocking everything. You know, and a lot of times they're, they're, they, they develop a special skill at finding Achilles' heels. You always want to ask, so, you know, when you, when you are um, knocking him, what is it about you that you do? You'll say, ah, I'm nobody, but him, you know, he, he's an idiot. Him, he's a fool. Him, he's a that. It, it, it's, it's, it only has, it, it's only worth considering if he has what to show as alternative. So then we say, okay, but, 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 but the, the, that type of, of Litzonist personality in a certain sense is most dangerous. Someone told me fa- fascinating insight from Solomon, or Marcel Solomon is the Mashkiach in, in Lakewood. And I, I think the person told me, not, you know, it's, it's, it's off the record, so it'll stay off the record. We'll, we'll, we'll say it off the record. That if he had two buttons to, to, to push, one would destroy all pornography on the internet, one would destroy all cynicism. He 
he would take the second one in a, in a moment. Because pornography, a person knows it's wrong. It appeals to his most basic in, base instincts. It's, it's not, it, it's, so it's contained. Cynicism it supposedly appeals to the person's das and the seichel. And, and what it does is it destroys any ability of, of, of regarding something good enough to live, up, to live up to, to look up to, and so on and so forth. On the other hand, for difficult situations, an ease, when a person has a sense of humor about yourself, about your problems, about your issues, are, it's very important because what it does is it says, you know, it's not the end of the world. If those things that should not be the end of the world need a dose of humor to make like that. The, the, the person's own self, he needs to take himself with a few grains of salt. It, it's, it's, it, but again, those type of litzanas, and when a person teaches a child whether baseball is an avodazara, to be able to, to, it, should be, it, should be, it should become a sport, not an avodazara. You know, to take this place. If a person does it gently, you know, with a grain of, 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 of humor, it's much better than an argument because it's sort of, it, it, it's, it deflates, it's like a balloon that's deflated. A balloon you don't need to charge at. Charging, punching a balloon doesn't always get the, the effect. Pricking it with a little, little needle usually gets the effect. This, this, we should be zochet, even though halachically, mitzad the yontiv, there isn't that much as a suda, there's mishpah manas, but mitzad the panimius of Purim, the fact that it came, it marked a, 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 a victory against Amalek, that, that touched on a very deep root in Kali Yisrael, we should be zochet to, to be people who value the right things, with, 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 that we're mahal the things, that, that, are, that we have a kochahil, and that we learn how to sort of deflate the things that, that appear to be chasha, but really have much of A fairly important. Oh, I'm married now because I've been in the people who are muted. I mean, you're saying for a person? Yeah, this is. I was just going to say. What? No, I'm not.